Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing out there today? We have an awesome guest on the show today. You know, this is a topic that's really near and dear to my heart. Racial diversity. Celebrating the fact that each and every one of us are different. Um, we have to celebrate it. We don't forget about it. We celebrate it. I love that Dan is completely different from me. I mean, he's a man. There's a lot of different things about him. And and a lot of you guys know that I have a biracial family and how important it is to celebrate the way that God made you. I have been a huge voice on this uh, for, for years. So I'm so excited about our guest coming up. You guys, thank you so much for everything nice that you say about us. We got one of the nicest emails last week from a listener that just went on and on and said a bunch of nice things. We love to hear from you. You can email us at hello at autumnmiles.com. We answer all of those. We get a lot of email, we, but we answer them all. You can also reach out to us on any social media. So Instagram, Autumn Miles, which you can definitely reach out to us on, but we pay a lot of attention to the Facebook fan page, Autumn Miles. We get so many messages there every single day, and we love to hear from you. We also want to let you know today that we are listener supported. That, yep, 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 we are. That means you. Yes, you. Yes, you support us. Uh, financially. And, and, you know, it's because of the generosity of people over two and a half years, Dan, we've been doing the show for two and a half years. Can you believe it? God has really kept us on the air for that long. I would encourage you if it's in your heart to give, if our ministry or any of the shows have, have touched your life and the spirit of God is laying it on your heart, you can go to autumnmiles.com and give. I think you can set up reoccurring or just one time gifts, but we thank you to every one of y'all that have stepped up over the years. It's, it's just a blessing. Uh, it's such a blessing and such an honor uh, that you would trust us. So thank you so much for that. I don't want to waste any more time with my little PSAs. Listen, we have a, a guest on the show today. Now, I rarely do children's. Actually, I don't think I've ever had a children's book author on the show. I have do you, Can you remember one, Dan? No, I don't. I don't think that we've had, um, but this book, you guys, I got this book. I, I get a lot of uh, uh, books from a lot of different, you know, publicists and stuff like that for their author, uh, uh, for the authors that they're working with. <clears throat> I got this book and I'm thinking, huh, I wonder what this is. I opened it up. I looked through it. I was obsessed with it. And a couple of days later, our booking producer said, oh yeah, she's going to be on our show this week. <laughs> so I was, re I'm really, really happy about our guest. Her name is Dorina Williamson and she wrote a book called Colorful. It's a children's book. Dorina, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Autumn. Thank you so much for being on the show and just thank you for what you're doing, um, you know, with with this book. I know we talked just briefly before we went on air, but um, I, I was able to talk to you about my own family and how we are a biracial family and how um, we celebrate each other's differences. And um yeah, I won't say anything else. Tell me a little bit about the book and just the heart behind it um, so we can get into a conversation about this. Sure. Well, I uh, am so 
excited as a proud new mother, a book mother, I should say. This is my first book baby, and so <laughs> every time I look at it, um, I just feel that same sense of awe as, as a mother does when she you know, either gives birth to or adopts her first child. Um, and so Colorful is really a, a, a product of my heart. Um, as a mother for and also as a longtime bridge builder. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's those two um, wonderful paths that God called me to converge together in a passion to help our next generation really embrace and discover the beauty that is God-ordained. And um, having been in um, a, a kingdom opportunity for 22 years as the first lady of a multicultural church, that my husband and I planted, I have had the grand and really glorious opportunity to celebrate um, our racial differences for all of these years. And also being a mother myself, I really have a passion for helping our children um, really understand and celebrate. And, And I love that you said celebrating our racial differences because that's really the heart of what Colorful is. Um. It is my husband and I attend uh, a very multicultural church here in in DFW area. And it's actually one thing before we adopted that drew us to this church because we want to be involved in a church where, um, you know, it looks like heaven. (laughs) We we have we were we were so passionate about uh, about about, uh, you know, walking into a church and see that that every every race is celebrated Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. because we know our creator was so specific in how he yes. put us together, we definitely yeah. wanted to make sure it was all represented in the house that we that we um, attended. And and we we adopted in 2015. And I, I was telling Darina, uh, for you listeners out there, right before we went on the air, my baby son um, was three years old and he, he looked at, we had our arm. I was like, I don't know. I'm like, I hug my kids. We, we, you know, pick them up, throw them, or you know how you do with, with three year olds. Yeah. Um, but he, our arms were right next to each other the other day. And he said, mommy, my skin is brown and your skin is white. And I said, yeah, isn't that amazing? And he looked at me and he goes, yes. <laughs> and, he, and he went around, you know, playing with the ball or whatever. But already we are ingraining into the culture of our family that we celebrate the fact that we are, are completely, um, all of us are different. You know, even if we have the same skin tone, you know, all of us are different. Why? I, I want to go to just a couple questions. Why is it important? Uh, I mean, I know you talked a little bit about, um, you know, pastoring a church of multicultural a church, which which is one of your passions, um, but why is it important to teach kids at a young age? I think this is such a great point that you just briefly covered, teaching them at a young age to understand how to celebrate diversity. Well, I think the example you gave with your son is really the answer to my question because at three years old, mm-hmm. you have already I know because. You're a smart woman, and every parent who has a child teaches them before they're three. At one, when they're starting to form words, we are teaching them that the grass is green. And when they know that their red shirt is red and not brown, we think they're brilliant. You know, Mm -hmm. their first words, many of their first words involve colors. And as we're outside um, with them as they're playing, you know, we we are 
teaching them. This is this is a diligent thing that parents do that that they have in preschool lessons in their church curriculum. Um, you know, speaking of church, we're teaching them at church about creation. Some of our very first Bible stories, because the creation account is in Genesis mm-hmm. at the very beginning, and so all of these things are intentionally and specifically and faithfully taught to our children from the time they're infants and toddlers and preschoolers. And so your son being the intelligent little guy that he is to see that his skin is a different color than yours. You know, I think a lot of adults like to embrace this idea of, well, children don't see color or, and even pride themselves. Mm-hmm. I've heard so many parents say, well, we don't, we teach our children that they're colorblind. Yes. Or we teach them we don't see color. And, I want to say, without just being, you know, in their face offensive, that's a lie. Yeah. Because they do see color. Because you're not colorblind when you see that their clothes are messing, or if they're not messing, that you're okay with that, you know, wearing brown and purple and gray and pink and all the colors all at one time. And so it's just the intentionality of, of beginning from the time that they are beginning to notice those differences. And what you did with your son was you gave him a framework that said, we are different, yes. Mm-hmm. The fact that you notice that is amazing because you are smart. Yes, you are. And also, most importantly, you have already given him a framework that says our differences are beautiful because mm. God made us that way. Yeah. And if you had said nothing or if you had said, well, that doesn't matter, then what you planted a seed of in his mind was there's something wrong yeah. with the fact that your skin and my skin is different. And yeah. he's going to grow up in a society that unfortunately is, is not going to always affirm him and is not going right. to always affirm that he's in a loving family where his mom may look different than he does, but that's beautiful and God celebrated and made us all the way we are. So your example is really just the, the reinforcement of why it's important I think what you just talked about colorblind, I have, I have never agreed with that. Okay. And uh, when, when, <laughs> when people say, and well-meaning, let me just, let yeah. me just say that Darina, these are well-meaning people um, that Absolutely. say I'm colorblind. We don't see color. You know, I love all races, whatever. Um, but I think that saying that you are colorblind takes away from the yes. gift of your race, I think it takes away from that. When I look at my at my uh, at all of my children, because I have four children, I think you do too. You're in the four kid club too, right? Uh, I sure am. <laughs> <laughs> but I have never agreed with the fact that we are colorblind because we're not. Just like you said, if you put on a different color shirt with shorts, you're gonna say no, that doesn't match. You know, go change. You're gonna notice what it is rather than dismissing the fact that there are differences, embrace it and celebrate the yes. fact that, yes, you were created by God exactly the way you are to make an impact with the assets that God gave you. If you have joined us, you are in for a treat. We're talking to Dorina Williamson. She wrote a book called Colorful. It's a children's book all about celebrating our racial differences. Why do you think, Dorina, that people say the colorblind thing? Do you think that they're just trying to be nice? Or What do you think the mindset is behind that? Well, I think, as you said, that it's very well-meaning. I also think that because conversations about race 
are immediately triggering of either, I don't want to talk about that. Some people think we're past that. Why, why is it even relevant? Um, it also brings up a lot of pain because our history worldwide and, and specifically, um, you know, since we're here in America, you know, our history around race is, is awful yeah. and is shameful and is troubled. And so I think a lot of people say I'm colorblind as a way to dismiss. Mm. And it may not be intentionally, I don't care, but it's, I can go around the conversation of race by just landing in this land of colorblindness and, and it doesn't matter and we are just where, you know, let's just see that we're, we're all the same and, and, you know, we don't need to focus on the difference. And the problem with that is, one, it um, does not celebrate, as you said, the glory of God in making us who we are. And that was really my heart in Colorful, because the people of faith, we who name the name of Christ, who believe the Scriptures, and we understand in Genesis 1 and 2, that God was very intentional in everything he made, including man and woman, that we should be the, the strongest proponents of celebrating that the way we look is a unique creation of God. Mm. You know, in a country that has unfortunately said that, that brown people, you know, were, were cursed, you know, this curse of ham theology that was a part of, you know, a lot of the beginning of, of our country and yeah. even in our, our, our churches um, and some of our Bible commentaries, you know, there was this reinforcement of, of this, you know, black people are cursed or, you know, native people are are savage or, you mm. know, slaves are three-fifths human, you know, all of these things that that are difficult. And so if we can just not even bring that up and instead just we're colorblind, we don't see any difference. Um, it doesn't it doesn't glorify God and it doesn't allow people to feel the esteem that we all should have and the fact that we are, we are a beautiful work of God, whether yeah. we are very, very light, very, very brown, wherever we are in that range. There's no oops. There's yeah. no, I'm better than you, I'm superior than you, or yeah. you're superior to me at all. Hmm. And so, you know, I think it's well-meaning, but in colorful, I intentionally, you know, allowed this grandmother who personifies wisdom to teach the children that there's something much better than being colorblind. Yeah. Like if we're going to dismiss that, we need to replace it with something. And and my replacement, you know, author, <laughs> author speak here, was to say, let's be colorful. Mm. Let's celebrate the way that God made us, and, and let's teach that to our children so they have something from which they can, they can speak and they can live that, no, I'm not colorblind, I'm colorful. I love this. I, I, um, I, I really encourage those. We have a lot of women that, um, well, women and men that listen to the show, but I really encourage you listeners, um, as a parent of young kids, you know, um, we, we have to teach them at a young age, which is why I wanted to have this children's book on the show. We have, it has to be ingrained in them since youth. You know, uh, yeah. they, they can they can think a certain way and then, you know, they get set in their ways before, you know, and they're 18 and they, ha they have a perception of a different race or of someone that's different from them or whatever. This has to be ingrained. This should be part of the culture of your family. Mm -hmm. This is how we're going to break this cycle of mm -hmm. racism and stuff like that is having positive conversations with our kids at an early age. Um, I mm -hmm. want you guys to go get this book, Colorful. Darina Williamson is is the author of it. Um, and I just, I, 
I, I'm just so glad that you wrote it. It's such a relevant conversation that not just adults need to be happening. Need, need to have. Uh, we need to have it with our children. So, uh, Darina, talk to me about what about that family that is all one race? Okay, now that happens a lot. You know, my family is unique. Um, biracial family. There's not a lot of us out. I mean, there we're out there, but not a lot of us out there. What what about a family that is all one race talking to their kids about it? And and it's and it's awkward because you don't want to say the wrong thing. You certainly don't want to offend. You you don't want to. Um, even, even categorize our them or they, I'm really careful with that kind of language. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, what, what can you say to that parent? That's like, yes, I want to teach my children this. I I feel awkward about confronting the situation because I don't want to say the wrong thing. Um, what, what would you say to, to that mom or that dad that's listening today about just race relations in general? That's a great question, and I would say before you jump into the conversation with your children to take a moment, a um, few hours, it may be even a few days, but, but kind of do a little bit of preliminary work, and as you are becoming um, more aware of blind spots or, or facing the fact that, okay, I'm understanding that I need to have this conversation, but it is awkward. I want to commend the fact that they are willing. Um, commend their awareness. Um, and I would encourage them to just examine their own ethnic story and experiences. Um, that is hard for us as adults, but I think it's so important for us to posture ourselves as teachable, as an example to our children. Um, I think that's one of the best things that I got from my parents and my husband and I are trying to continue to pass that to our children, that we share with them what we're learning and what God is mm. deconstructing and what we are having to learn anew. Um, so take time and, and, and reflect on your own ethnic story and experiences and your own bias. We all have them, and I say mm. all with capital A-L-L. Mm. Every human has, has bias that we need to be honest about and be willing to, to unpack. And, um, you know, consider your family life and, and begin to consider what does this look like for my family before I just jump into this conversation because your children will have questions. Mm-hmm. Um, every parent I know encourages curiosity, encourages their children to be critical thinkers. And so if we're going to be intentional about this, as we should be, as especially as Christian parents, then let's be prepared for the conversation. So, you know, do that self-reflection, do those examinations, um, the lamenting, the repenting, mm-hmm. if you need to engage in that. Those are continuations. Those aren't one and done, you know. Yes. Um, and then as you, you know, prepare to have those conversations with your children, you know, delve into scripture. I mean, I've already encouraged you just to look again at the creation story and God's intentionality. You know, it's all through scripture. Um, so, you know, really understanding, um, you know, how God created from the dust of the ground and, and created us from, you know, some brown clay, you know, some, some sort of color. And, and Genesis 11, you know, how Abraham was told that all people on the earth would be blessed through him. Mm. Um, and, you know, we get into Acts 17 and how God made every nationality to live over the whole earth. Um, you know, all, you know, of course, Revelation, every tribe and tongue. So, you know, in preparation for the conversation then with your children, Talk to them about what you're learning. You know, talk to them about the books that you are beginning to read, and there are many of them. Um, talk to them about, you know, things that you're praying through for your family, whether that's we need to incorporate intentionally more books that feature 
um, characters of color. You know, I'm looking at my library and realizing I need to be um, reading more diverse authors. Um, we're going to be looking at going to some ethnic festivals, mm. um, perhaps looking even, as you mentioned, about church. I love that as mm. a pastor's wife because we need to, to be considering, am I only surrounded in my neighborhood, in my church, in my school, in my social life with people who look like me? Yeah. And if I am, what does that say to my children about the world? Because then people are just other. They're not our people. They're not our neighbors, your school friends, our church community. They're always other people. Yeah. And so... You know, it, it's going to take some preparation, and, and that's needed because nothing of value happens easily. Yeah. But, um, you know, those are those the, the, the onus is on the parents yeah. to prepare for those things and then to just implement, implement them in your daily life. You know, what books you check out from the library, that's free and super easy. But what an amazing impact on your smallest children to begin there and then, like I said, continue with extracurricular activities. Um, for parents with kids in, in school, uh, sports clubs, um, I have friends who intentionally drive their children to the other side of town so that mm. they can be in sports clubs that are diverse. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's all sorts of things that you can do, but make the first step. You know, don't keep it in theoretical land and maybe one day. Like, you know, start making those steps and start with your own self-reflection and, and begin making those transformative um you know, one by one by one brick building and bridge building that that will have eternal and kingdom impact, not only on your children, but, you know, for the for the cause of Christ, which, yeah. is, which is the greatest reason. You know, I love that you just said, you know, people that that drive to another part of town so that their kids can be involved in, um, a, a, you know, a diverse sports community or, or whatever it is. My husband and I actually just transferred our babies to a school because, of, of that one reason um, that they, they were going to one, one specific school and we transferred them to another preschool so they could look around and see um, many, many different uh, races and they're all celebrated. What do we need to know about bringing a, 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 a child that, that is different from what we look like into our home? And that even opened up our eyes to, uh, to just, <laughs> Things that that I think, if you're stuck in your own race, you don't understand. Um, mm-hmm. Don't you think racism doesn't exist? And then you're like, oh wait a minute, they just made a comment to me. Oh wait a minute, why are they looking at me like that? We had a lady come up to my husband one time and look at him and said, why are you with my my specific child? And he was so offended. And it was one of those times where he he kind of spouted off because he was so offended about it, and he had to apologize to the Lord later. But but you know. <laughs> It is offensive, you know, when 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 people don't understand how beautiful diversity is to us. And um, mm-hmm. anyway, your book really highlights that in such a great way. In the next couple seconds we have, you do have another book coming out, another children's book coming out in August. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes, that book is called Thoughtful. So thought and then F-U-L-L. And it is all about discovering the unique gifts in each of us. And it features a little boy that's dear to my heart. His name is Ahanu, and he is Native American, and he also has Down syndrome. And um, Ahanu was inspired by my nephew, Josiah, who has the gift of Down syndrome. And I wanted to continue to expand this kingdom uh, 
perspective, that colorful begins with, with celebrating our skin color. And in thoughtful, Ahanu is our hero who really exemplifies how we should be thoughtful and have um, kind thoughts towards others. And so I'm so excited about being able to share that book with the world mm. and, again, inspired by my nephew um, and in hopes that children and adults mm-hmm. would um, really explore what it means to be full of kind thoughts towards others. And I think that's something that's really Christ-like and that's very needed in our culture today. Yeah, I love it. You know what? Um, each one of you listeners out there, go and pay, especially, if, actually, even if you don't have young kids, you know, you guys need to get this book and read it for yourself. It might help you. Um, the book <laughs> is colorful. The author's name, Darina Williamson. You can reach Darina at her website, darinawilliamson.com. Um, also, get her book that is coming out August 15th. Um, called Thoughtful. I think that is a great opportunity for us to start a conversation about um, people that don't just have different skin colors, you know, disabilities, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. It would be, it's going to be a great conversation starter. And um, you know what? Thank you so much, Darina, for being on the show today. You're you're truly a blessing. And I'm so grateful for everything that you're doing for the kingdom. Oh, thank you so much, Autumn. I've so enjoyed our conversation and I appreciate um, the change agent that you are and the example that you are living and not just speaking about. So you have inspired and blessed my heart as well. Oh, well, God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you out there today. You can reach me right back here tomorrow on the Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles Program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.